Welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast episode 57, how to get her sexually addicted to you. This is going to be a topic that you do not want to miss. Now, in front of me, I've got my main man, the legend, the sex god, the fucking destroyer, the man who's going to take women down with one look and one look only. And this is the soy motherfucking bean. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. So, Soybean here just across the... Um, Soybean is obviously his real name, so we just wanted to like call that out. But we got an awesome episode with you today, for you today. So remember, if you if this is the first time tuning into the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast, make sure you um, leave some comments below. Let us know your thoughts wherever platform you're listening to. We've actually just today, myself and Soybean have just been um, shooting a ton of videos for YouTube. So we're going to be getting a lot of stuff out on YouTube, but we really want to break down with you about how to get a woman sexually addicted to you today, because our man, um, SB, Soybean for short, SB for short, has been absolutely insane lately with this woman who he had sex with maybe about, what, a year ago now? Uh, about, uh, well, now it'd be about 11 months ago. And she is still calling up, going, "I want some of that. Um, I want some of that loving." So it's fucking insane to have his perspective, like to have his perspective today of like Soybean going through all the courses. He's he's went through the online academy, best she ever had. He's also gone through, um, what you've gone through the the retreat as well, and you've gone through a mini course that I did back in the day, and you've come to all the events. So you've basically seen the good, the bad, the ugly. And you've seen it all, mate. So thank you for being as, here as well. Yeah, no worries, man. Awesome. Man of many words. <laughs> so we, we're going to get a lot from him today. So what we'll do, let's just jump into this. And like, this is just going to be an open dialogue between myself and Soybean today, just like really breaking down everything that we've um, discussed sexually, because he's obviously with me a lot and he'll be traveling with me in 2020, like doing a fuck ton of filming. There's going to be so much content coming your way. So as I said, if you haven't already hit subscribe or hit... um. Hit, yeah, whatever this button is to get on this platform, make sure you do because we'll be putting out a lot of content all about sexuality so you can be the best she's ever had inside and outside the bedroom. And we also talk about not just being the best in, in inside and outside, but we want to leave a woman better and wetter. And then we're saying making men men again. So there's so many things to be touching on today. So let's t- let's uh, let's jump straight in, Soybean. Give me some... Give me some perspective, a bit of a backstory of like how how you can get a woman like so addicted to sex. And the thing is, he's not in a relationship with her. Of course, you're always in a relationship with someone, but he's not in like an exclusive relationship with her. He's been seeing her now, and she's like sees other people, but they she can't wait to see him, and he can't wait to see her. And it's just a beautiful experience where he's. It's from my experience, it's watching him truly let someone be free in their sexuality and them be who they are. And then when you do that. And they can't wait to see you again. But please take it from there, Soybean. I'm excited. Yeah, well, uh, it, it's pretty much exactly what you just said. Um, when I when I met her at the start of the year, uh, we initially I think we both thought it was just going to be a uh, one off, and that's actually what she was only looking for. She wasn't looking for, to do anything more than one night stands. Um, and then it was just something something between us was just like like we hit it off um so we ended up meeting up again like right after uh i had the, your mini mini course uh at the start of the year uh where i bought a bunch of toys and was like yo want to come over and uh play around a bit and got some new stuff she was like yeah I'm, yeah sure 
and then um, after that, um, we met up on my last last day uh, in the in the city that I was in, and I just wanted to have a chat. Like I wasn't expecting to do anything. Um, just thought it'd be like, oh, nice to say goodbye. Like we had some good like chemistry, like both in the bedroom outside of it. Uh, and then the I think the biggest thing that stuck with me, um, and what I learned from Andrew, is. The fact, like, and the and the biggest compliment she gave me when I asked her, like, um, like, what's her favorite bit been, or like, why does she keep like wanting to see me again? And it was the fact that she felt so comfortable and not judged, and that she could pretty much tell me like these these deep fantasies of hers, and she knows that. I'm just going to be like, oh, cool. That's, that's like really awesome. Like, and I wanted to know more about it. At no point did she ever feel like I was going to shame her for it or judge her for it. I just thought it was the coolest thing. So she felt comfortable enough to open up. Um, and that, I think, is what really kick-started um, setting the right space, like creating a safe space where she knows 100% whatever she tells me is um, I'm not going to put it negatively towards her. Yeah, amazing. And that's that's a big thing I see with a lot of guys. It's like they're judging women and they're like not really giving her space to open up about her sexual expression, what she wants, what she doesn't like and all these things in the bedroom. And if you're putting on these parameters, then all of a sudden she's going to shut down. But I remember you saying that, like it was crazy. You're like saying this woman, it's like she's not really into like finding a dude and having a connection like this. She just wants to be casual. She didn't even want anything more. It was more going to be a one-night stand. What, 11 months of a one-night stand? That um, turned out turned out well for both of you, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, talking with her later on, like, um, she always told me that, yeah, she just planned on it to be a one-night thing. She never thought it would be anything more. And then um, our lives sort of kicked off. We were both doing our own thing. Uh, every now and again, talking. And then... Uh, after I did a bit of a trip uh, overseas with uh, Andrew, um, I hit her up and was like, we should actually like get together. I've just like been taught a bunch of other stuff um, from Andrew. I know we've been talking about it for a while that we'd finally meet up, but I think we should really do this. Um, and she was straight up down for it. We ended up organizing a weekend away for just the two of us like locked in a hotel room, uh, ready to just do whatever the fuck we wanted. Uh, spoke with Andrew a little bit beforehand and he was like, yeah, man, like these, these are some extra like pro tips uh, for your weekend away. And yeah, it, uh, it was insane. Like I think her and I both ticked off like a lot of firsts um, and then getting again, getting to the point where she felt comfortable opening up and telling me things that she like fantasies and ideas that she's never told anyone else. And that I think really fostered that uh, bond with us. Uh, and it's, it, it was a journey, believe me, because she, what do you mean? Just... In, in, in the sense that getting her to that point of opening up, because she always believes that, um, if you get to know someone, there's going to, you're going to get feelings involved and then you're mm -hmm. going to get hurt. So actually like getting her to open up was, it was a fucking trial. Um, but now I've gotten to the point and like, this is through the stuff that I've learned from Andrew and it's like communication is so important like both inside and outside the bedroom you need to like we we're talking a lot we talk on the same we make sure we're on the same page we understand where each other's coming from and compared to previous relationships friendships and all this other stuff I've had like I'm looking back on it the amount of miscommunication or misconceptions whatever that happened because we didn't communicate effectively or properly 
and then we just had all these misunderstandings. Um, when, where, when you're, sorry, I was going to say, when you're saying communication before I cut you off, I was going to ask you, like, when you're saying proper communication, like, what is that to you? And can you break that down in your own mind? Yeah, so it's, it's actually being honest and open and, like, at times, like, going first, especially being the guy, like, I want to know something about her and to show that... Um, like it's a safe spot. I'll I'll tell her my experience. Like I, if I ask a question, I'll be like, oh, like if you want, yeah, mine's like this. So you go through it, and then it's like, oh, cool. And what about you? Like, and it's just opening up. Like, because how can you expect someone to open up and be vulnerable with you if you're not first vulnerable with them, or you're not going to be vulnerable with them? Yeah, for sure. So what we what else were you saying? I just had to like go what because I know people throw around the word communication. I wanted to hear your perspective, and I love the honesty part. It's like. This is what I'm about. And I've talked in the past how I've been so dishonest and had so many monogamous girlfriends at the same time, which was ridiculous. But never doing that shit again because you realize you can have it all by being completely open about who you are and what you want. So, yeah, man. Do you remember what you were talking about? Um, no, but it's pretty much along those lines. Like, And the honesty, I think, is is so important because, um, actually, yeah, it was about miscommunica- uh, misconceptions, miscommunication, and I found that a lot of that came from dishonest um, communication. So where I'm trying to fix a problem or solve an issue, whatever, that I haven't got the full story on, um, or it's a complete fabrication just to start an issue where it's like if we've just been completely open, honest with each other, we can at least be working towards the same goal. When you've got this, um, when you're holding back or when you're purposely um, going, uh, like either avoiding the truth, whatever, you're creating this this rift and that's going to cause more and more problems down the road. Yeah, have you seen that? I know we've talked about this before, but in the respect, like, how did you see problems in your last relationships by not putting down the, by not putting down the foot and going, this is not fucking cool. And this is like, actually, we'll even break down the story what we talked, we discussed the other day, how I had that chick. And then remember the message I showed you, obviously we won't say the name, but fuck, like putting down her foot, how she went like from fuck you to I love you mm. all in the space of an hour. Yeah. Actually, I'll get you to break that down. That'd be really cool in the respect of like what you learned from that. And then I'll just like jump in. That'd be really cool as well. Yeah. Well, um, especially going from like what it was like you had mentioned something had come up and then I was quite shocked at the the reaction uh, that Andrew got from this because I was like, that's to me like I and after going through all the stuff with Andrew, I was like, well, that's not on like that's a bit fucked up. Uh, and instead of going into this full justification that I would have probably done in the past, being like, oh, and like being apologetic, whatever, it's like, no, I've just told you something and you can't even like, you're, you're so focused on yourself that you're not even like caring about what I've put forward. Um, so yeah. And Andrew calling out this, like what is essentially like bad behavior. Like you don't, you wouldn't do it to your friends. So why, what makes you think? you can talk to someone else like that when you're trying to get them to come over and see you. Like, doesn't matter like what, like he, he's explained that he's going through something like, Oh yeah. Him. I was on the phone. I was like, so I said, uh, this, I was meant to go to this woman's house on the night. And then all of a sudden I actually said, yo, I'm really sorry. I can't actually come anymore. 
And then she actually just absolutely ripped into me. I said to her, I got some really fucked up shit happening tonight. I'm sorry I can't make it tonight to this woman. Yeah. And then she just went ham. Oh, fuck yeah. That she was, was fucked. She was like, she went ham. She's like, oh, no, no, no. I canceled all my friends for my plans. They're like, believe me, the stuff that happened that night was really fucked up. I can't actually put on air. But anyway, so something happened. And then what happened was her response was like, you know what? Fuck you. My friends knew you as the sex god. Now they know you as the fuckwit. And I'm like, oh, that that's cool. And then after that, I go, cool. Well, with that response, I said some fucked up shit has happened. And then you respond to saying that. I go, please don't ever um, contact me again. Um, all the best. Because believe me, I'd rather have my own self-respect than having some girl suck my cock or having a sexual experience, another sexual experience with a woman. The thing is, because that is not on. So then she told me basically, fuck you, I hate you. And then later on, like... I miss you and want, really want I, I, to see you. I love you and all this shit, which it's, it's just... It happens every fucking time. If you can't put your foot down and get that respect from a woman and, t- and put her in a place when she's actually being a bitch, then you're going to get in a lot. Then she's going to walk all over you. And I'm not saying unwarrantedly just calling out a woman and saying shit because you just think you, you think it's cool to say or you think you're being a big bad motherfucker. It's actually saying it because, you act, because you're actually losing your own self-respect if you don't call out a situation. That was, did you, is that what you got from it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. But your face, man. Remember, we, we actually got locked out of the house the other night. Fuck, that was... And the thing is, lucky lucky my dad... Um, <laughs> lucky my dad's a locksmith. So he... Um, well, I'm actually back in Melbourne for a little bit. So... And then we got locked out of the house. Soybean fucking lo- pulled the door shut. And then... Then all of a sudden we got locked out and I broke down this story. And when when my dad met Soybean for the first time, he's like, oh, so you're the fuckwit who, who, who closed the door because it was like one in the morning. So then Soybean's like, oh, I see where you get it from now. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I was shocked like seeing these messages and like, especially knowing like what I know now, like it's that behavior is definitely not on. Like I said before, you you wouldn't say this to a friend. So what makes you think you can say this to someone that you're literally trying to call over for a booty call? And um, yeah, and it's like, if you want to see this person, why would you attack them in such a way? Um, yeah, like I, I can understand like it's not going according to your plan, like something's happened, but fuck. But this ties into getting a woman sexually addicted because think about it. She was like, this guy has balls and he respects himself. And then she sent me a message the next day going, I'm really sorry about how I reacted. So she knows deep down that she reacted um, uh, irrationally. And the thing is, what she said was absolutely disgraceful. And then she um, went back and said, I'm so sorry for the way I responded. I hope you forgive me. And of course I did. But at the same time, I just don't want that action. I don't want those type of people, regardless of if it's a woman or a person in my life, because that is just not cool in my books. And the thing is, a woman will respect you so much more. And talk about getting a woman addicted. Black Mamba, I remember, had this chick, like this model, like fucking stunning blonde chick. Yes, blonde's my thing. But... He had this stunning blonde model and then she was just fucking him around constantly and then he was pissed off. He's like, man, I like this chick but she keeps fucking me around. He goes, I've got to put down my foot. So one time I remember he drove all the way to Altona to go pick her up and then he went to pick her up. Um, he's like, she's like, yeah, come over, pick me up and then we'll go back to yours because didn't, she didn't have a car. So he went to her house to pick her up and then she actually said, oh, actually, actually, don't worry. I don't actually feel like coming back to yours tonight as he got there. Look at this man, like, do you know what he said? He goes, you know what? All the best. Walks out of the house and just like walks and then he's like thinking, fuck, 
I shouldn't have walked because you know what? I'm not going to see this chick again. I really, I really want to see her. She's really hot. She fucks like a champ. Best ass, best pussy, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, she messages back, I'm so sorry because she was just doing some massive test bullshit about how he would respond as a man. It's ridiculous. And then because he like broke this like broke this fucking bullshit, she ended up flipping like a pancake and became like this submissive little puppy dog who would just like really like stop playing all these bullshit games and really gave herself permission to really have more love and connection. And that's how she really like got into him. And she was just like, basically, she just knew she couldn't fuck with this dude because she inherently as well wanted that to happen to see what he would do. And it doesn't sound fucking logically right, but when she can feel that you've actually cracked the code of like, you know what, you're not going to deal with her bullshit, you respect yourself and you have love for who you are as a man, She's gonna and she's going to be like, fuck, this is a man I actually want to be with and I can't fuck with. Yeah, and, and this thing, like, if you don't have respect for yourself, how can you expect anyone else to respect you, especially a woman? Yeah, and I always say, always say that, like, how can a woman love you if she can't respect you? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the thing. She has to respect you first. And you said, like, what were you bringing up before we were jumping on the podcast about, like, the doggy story? Oh, no, the riding, her riding uh, on top? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, a question I had for Andrew earlier Um like after going through like all these courses or whatever, like uh, with a uh, past relationship, um, we were having like amazing sex. So I was making a squirt, doing all this like cool shit and we had like cool connection or whatever. But then I would get this whole thing where it'd be like, all right, we've been gone for a while. Like I just want to take like a mini, mini break, but obviously you don't want to stop. So I was like, all right, like you get on top and like ride. Cause it, to me, like a girl on top is so fucking sexy. Like you get to see her whole fucking body and get to see her work it. Like it is fucking insane. Like, it, and like, as Andrew said, at least on a previous podcast or on a retreat or many times before, it's like, you need to fucking like, look at this woman and be like, God damn, like this, <laughs> yeah. I have this, I'm fucking this. Like it, and it's such like an like awesome thing because yeah, you're, you get to see all of her. Like you can, also get to play with her you can do so much stuff while she's in fucking uh in this cowgirl position so i find it fucking incredibly insane and love it um but it would it seemed like she didn't really um share the enthusiasm of it like and yeah it's kind of like a bit of a, a bit of a shame because like it, it is one of my favorite positions and it's like and again it gives me a chance to have a break and i'm still going to like do all this other stuff i'm still going to eat her out like for ages i'm still going to give her pussy massages uh and do all this amazing stuff it's just sometimes i i would want to like mini break and yet she wouldn't she'd barely put any effort in or she'd just like sit there on top and not want to move um and so i started to wonder like what is behind this like, is it just that she's lazy or like she just doesn't want to put in the work? Like, what what could it be? Or like, how can I improve this? Um, or how could I have improved it when her and I are no longer together? So, And I found uh, better women since. Uh, but yeah, it was just something that... Take, I, take that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's something that I've heard from other guys before where they're like, oh yeah, I've got this girl, but she's a starfish or she just wants to be yeah i've literally had a girl say i just want to starfish like i just want to lay there and just be fucked i just well i just want to go home i just want to go home and masturbate solo that's what i'd say you know like <laughs> jesus that is if a woman says to me i just want to starfish like i, I just like kind of like, look, I'm like i kind of look at the woman going like what did you just say you just want to what starfish but if she's like saying it from the two ways if she's saying it like 
I just want a starfish. She could be saying, because she's really fucking nervous, then you can talk with her, talk through it and all that stuff. Or if she's like, I just want a starfish and kind of giving you attitude, it's like, no, no, no. Now, now you're just fucking with me. And th- this is not cool. But that's probably the distinction of the two. Which which one do you think she was doing? Uh, definitely more the the, the, the second one. Because like, I tried to get... And this is where I think the communication was been so important was going down and breaking down a lot more. Like, what is it exactly? Like, what? Why don't you want to be on top? Is it that you haven't had the experience in it? Is it that um, you don't feel attractive on top? Like, what? What is it? Break it down for me so that we can adjust from there. Like that probably would have been the best sort of action to go go with it. So again, communication. Um, but I feel for her like it was definitely more the second one because yeah like there were times where she'd yeah get up there and then just sit there and do nothing and it's like all right well i may as well just fucking go to sleep like <laughs> like i'm just gonna go limp if all you're gonna do is like just sit there like yeah come on do something ride ride like a cowgirl i remember i had this girl on top once and she was just not confident 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 jeez i fucked that one up real well <laughs> confident about being on top and i'm like break it down girl what's going on like why are you not confident on being on top oh, i just don't feel sexy and things like that and then I just sat down with her. I pulled her off top and I just sat next to her, really stroked her head really gently and go, yo, I find you so sexy being on top and I love it. What is it? You're like, you just feel like you don't know what you're doing. You're not riding correctly. I'm like, let's just tonight, let's just really let go and just enjoy each other's bodies and just explore and experience that. And when I know when I was saying that shit, man, you just, I just saw a massive difference in how she responded. And when she was on top, I'm like, I want you to ride me like you're a buck, like I'm a bucking bull. Like, you know what? You don't know what's on and what's off and you're just like really letting yourself be free. And I don't want you to think, am I enjoying it? I want you to think, are you enjoying it so you can actually have the experience that you want to do? That was, For her, man, that was a big alleviation because she goes, fuck, now I can actually not feel like, it's it, because the thing is, it's such a vulnerable thing being on top and moving like that. So then when she was moving it, positive reinforcement, giving her permission to let go and then going, yo, you don't have to think, am I getting pleasure from it? I want you to tap into your own pleasure. Because when you can get a woman addicted to you, what's going to happen? She wants the motherfucking feel that you can let go, that you can do your thing in the bedroom and then she can let go. She goes, if you're just like doing things, is that okay? Did I just touch your clitoris? No, fucking bend over, put your ass in the air and let me fucking spit on your back and pull your hair and pin you down, you little hoe. That's what soybean taught me. But anyway... <laughs> Maybe that's one example and she could be like so turned on by the happening and you can negotiate beforehand of like going, this is what I want to do. Can I spit on your back? Can I pull your hair? Can I push you into the, the bed sheet and call, call you a dirty little soybean? And if she's like, yeah, I'm down for that, fucking do it. And then she goes, that turned me on so much. Hey, you just took charge and just like, you, you just went for it. And then when you've given her permission to take charge and let go as well and just like really focus on getting maximum amount of pleasure from herself, it's going to really change up, change the game up a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. Like, and and again, it, it is. It does seem to be that it was. Um, I, I think yeah, it must have been more testing, sort of thing because like there there were nights I'd go over, and I and these are nights where I've just had like a massive day, and I'm not really feeling it, and then she's like trying to coax me into something like she, so she wants to fuck, but yeah, she just wants to sit back and not have to do anything. She just wants to get all the pleasure out of it, and like I'm I'm cool for that every now and again like i'll i'll spend nights where it's just all focused on the girl's pleasure but it's like you don't want to do that every fucking Fuck night no man i had a like, girl like that just recently and i'm like i am fucking over this man like it's like 
like, oh my God, you're this guy in the bedroom. You're the fucking sex guru. I'm like, shut up, ho. It's like, yo, it does, just because I'm knowing what I'm doing, it does not mean that it's like you're just going to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. This is a joint venture. This is like, this is a partnership, baby. You're not just going to sit there and relax. Some days it's beautiful when I can just like tape your hands to your feet and you can just sit there in like a position and I can just use every hole in your body. That's amazing. And you really get off on that. But then some days I really want it to be like a give and take where maybe we, we can let out the tiger. Maybe it's like this really beautiful connection because sex is a dance. Yes, some days I'll be leading and you'll be following and some days you may be leading. Some days it's so beautiful. I get to sit back, relax and you get to massage me and suck my dick because you know what? I've maybe given to you on the outside world like so much and really like looked after you. Now I really want you like to take care of me in the bedroom. Maybe give me strokes and give me pats and just make me feel like build up that intimacy and that connection as well in the bedroom. And that's the thing, when you can really give that woman that experience, like, hey, I'm going to give you that experience and I'm not going to deal with your shit and I'm going to really tap into your sexual desires, who you are as a woman, you watch how much she's like, oh my fucking God, thank you so much. And if she doesn't respect it and appreciate it like she didn't do for soybean, get your lemons and fuck off because there's going to be a woman who's going to really appreciate your lemons and she's going to ride them like no tomorrow. Yeah, fuck yeah. And that that's the thing is like and and since like learning all this stuff from andrew um and the, this woman that we were talking about earlier the one that i've had like these amazing experiences with like yeah she like we have some like really fucking good sex and then she is the one like wakes me up stroking me in the morning like and actually is doing more stuff for me like without even saying anything she she sits there and plays with my hair and stuff like that i fucking love that shit and like in my relationship from a while ago I would do all the shit for her, but never get mm. like that same like love and affection back. Whereas this girl, like we, we don't even have like a full on relationship, but because she's getting so much, she wants to give back. And I think this also comes down to like finding healthy women, which is like the biggest lesson <laughs> Andrew's ever told me. Healthy women checking in. Yeah. So yeah. And it, it's like, um, yeah. And it's like, yeah, there are days where I'm, I'm want to give uh, and I want to give a lot. But if you're constantly, I, I feel there is a difference between giving and being taken from. So, and having someone constantly take from you as you try to give is not a good experience. Like you want every solid relationship needs that give and take. And then, yeah, so I can give you great, amazing sexual experiences. Um, and then I would, like in a good healthy relationship, she would want to give back in, in some way, shape or form, whether that is just fucking... Uh, rub my back or give me a head pat whatever like it's fucking good it's nice as well it's fucking great to do that and guys forget about this like yo it's like the thing is you can get her addicted to you because that's sort of sexually addicted to you when she can actually give to you as well when she can actually really give it up to you and allow herself to like yo I just like maybe one night you're just sitting there you're sitting on the couch and she's just like giving you a nice scratch on the chest or scratch on the back that's me personally I fucking love scratches oh, on the back scratches yes. on the head like yeah it's good huh yeah fuck yeah <laughs> scratch my back that's it and just finish me off and i'm going to bed tonight you know <laughs> that's a good night some nights you need that after a big day like today me and so soybean we fucking shot oof, 35 videos or 34 yeah, 32 yeah something around that oh, yeah fuck and now we're shooting a podcast like doing a podcast for you guys tonight just because we love doing this is like nothing gives us more of a boner 
than than a fucking really hot chick. But <laughs> apart from that, and a great connection, and 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 sharing our, our love with you guys, so then you can actually get a really good understanding about sexuality and get these experiences. Because when we run these retreats and we run like Ignite, and Ignite's a three day event we run, and we see the massive change that men get, and it's not just you hear some um, you hear some noise. It's actually you come on these events and you actually see fucking change right in front of your eyes, and you see you change because. These podcasts are about getting you the first um, step of awareness to get you going, here's how to talk about sexuality, here's how to get comfortable hearing about it, here's how to hear these stories so hopefully we save you time, energy and effort from going through these experiences so you don't get fucked up in the in the future of like having women who walk all over you or you don't have the sexual relationships and connections that you want because I've seen Soybean go through this too many times and I've actually met um, some of his family and I'm just like, it's so fucking crazy to hear, it's like, do not, it's like, no, no, no one walks over my, my son. I'm like, that's right. Yes, Mrs. Soybean, no one walk over your son. So that's why I'm saying it's, it's really good that he came to SQL and he really started to see this. And as I said, that's why we say best she ever had inside and outside the bedroom. Because when you can really get her like connected to her outside the bedroom and inside the bedroom, that is the fucking epiphany. And not to mention, it's not, you don't shut her down the more you get to know her. you The more that you get to know her, the more you actually sexually connect with her. 100%. And, and that's actually um, with this with this girl that I've been seeing uh, more regularly. Um, I finally got her to kind of like come to that realization where um, she was constantly hiding herself away, like fearing attachment and connect like and all this stuff where she was actually closing herself off like to all these things that she could be experiencing. Um, and she's never actually done like a long, long-term casual thing. It's um, usually she gets bored of the guy quite quickly. So this is very new, new grounds. And yet somehow I'm always pulling something new that keeps her so interested and I feel that that's because she feels like she can just tell me this shit. Like I've, I saw her from, from when I first met her, like at the start of the year, go from like what, like very more, more timid. Like she just sort of stayed back to now. She tells me like what, like her deep fantasies, like what she wants. We'll be like talking on the phone and then we get into like some bit, bit of uh, bedroom expression talk. Mm. And uh, and then, yeah, like it started off with me doing all the talking here initially and now she jumps in on it. Like she's actually so keen to like hear what I have to say, but then she's also wants to like fucking get in on it. Yeah, what do you think, what was the big defining moments for you in the relationship with this woman that really allowed her to go, you know what, I'm going to give, I'm going to allow myself to trust him and let go. Uh, I think definitely in the fact that I learned to open up. Like I, I was someone that was under this dumb fucking movement because of fucking, who's that dickhead? Uh, Corey Wayne, the fucking 3% man, never say I love you to a woman. And it's like, oh, okay. Like I read that book. And Did I was you like, read that? Is that, is, I, that, is, I, that, is that in the book? I thought it was on uh, a YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah, but it links to the YouTube. So I've seen bits and pieces and like, I've heard guys say it and like, it's such a fucking dumb piece of <laughs> shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, have you heard that on the podcast that we ripped through that? Man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, yeah. That's, that's the everyone, only guy we call out. The only guy, <laughs> the only, like, usually we let people go, like, yeah, this guy anonymously, but we're actually going, Corey Wayne, if you're listening to this, like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck him. Like, <laughs> and, and this is the thing, like, and I was under that impression for a really long time until I started listening to um, Andrew and Pierre on this podcast earlier in the year and hearing them actually say that and then tell the story of their ex client who, um, came on and then finally said, I love you to this woman he'd been seeing for years and like seeing how like that connected them. 
um, was fucking insane. So yeah, I, I finally realized the true benefit of opening up. Like some, so many people are like, oh, but if I'm vulnerable, I'll get hurt. And it's like, yeah, you can. It's risk versus reward. Like you can either be closed off and have a shit fucking life or you can be open, have these awesome experiences. Yeah, some of them are going to be shit, but you need to go through these things to learn the lesson from them. Like, and if you're constantly closed off, you're, you're never going to grow as a person and you're never going to let anyone in. And I think me showing this, this woman that I will go first, I will be vulnerable. Like I said earlier, she has felt like she can open up to me. She's told me stuff and she, there's a connection there, which is great. Like we, we connect sexually, sexually, mentally and all this other stuff. And we both know that we're on the same page where we're both not looking for a relationship. Um, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite an amazing thing, I think. And like, I think the communication, yeah, being vulnerable, uh, like two of the biggest fucking lessons I learned. Corey fucking Wayne, <laughs> Corey mate. Corey fucking Wayne. So that story is just in short, like, don't say to a woman, I love you first. It's like, is that right? Yeah, essentially the, the whole, and I've heard it from guys before and it's like, you you ne can never tell a woman you love her first because as soon as you do that, you're, you're done. Like she's going to walk all over you or she's going to like fucking leave you and all this other bullshit. Like it's fucked. Oh, mate. Even though I remember on a retreat, like this dude was like, this woman was like showing every single body language cue under the sun of like showing I love you. But he's like, nope, she has to say it first. I'm like, you are one dumb fuck. One dumb fuck for not being able to express yourself and say I love you. She's craving for you. Oh, Corey Wayne, come find me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> I can't wait. Because that's a way to get a woman addicted to you. If you really feel it, express that and say, I love you and I care about you and I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to be in your arms, to hold you close, to feel you near me and all that shit. Because you make my penis go up and it feels really good. Do -do 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 -do. Uh, and I think another thing... Um it, and it is very big in uh, like the the pickup stuff. Is it, like you can't over compliment a woman or whatever. Whereas like when I had this chick over um, for a weekend getaway, like having like no filter and where I didn't have to like constantly be like, all right, I've given her a compliment, so now I can't say anything good. I was just like fucking. She walks in the room. She's in the fucking sexiest red lingerie I've seen. And I was like, God damn, holy <laughs> fuck, you are gorgeous god damn like and, and then like we, we'd fuck and then like she goes off to have a shower or whatever afterwards and she walks in and she's like sit, like walks in like in sexy towel and i was like god fucking damn and like just ready to go again like and it's like amazing like she like yeah she started to question like she's like oh like yeah she's never had that experience before either where a guy's like just not holding back and just being fully open and being like, just saying whatever the fuck's on my mind as she walks in the room. And like most of the time it's just like, God fucking damn. Like I get to fuck you like shit. <laughs> like it, it was, and it was so freeing for me. Like not actually being like, okay, I have to watch everything I say. I can't like just, yeah. And coming, coming from a completely new mindset, like being like, you know what? Fucking let's, Go fucking ham. Like, this is exactly how I'm feeling in the moment. I'm going to fucking say it. Yeah. 
It's so true, man. How many moments I've had that, like, same chicks in lingerie, like, fucking me. Like, I just let it come out of my mouth like she walked in the room, like, Phew. Jesus Christ. Like, what are you doing to me? That goes into, a, like, a um, podcast we did about bedroom banter where guys are, like, really restricting themselves. It's like when a woman walks in the room and she just feels so sexy. Like, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got nothing on that, but I completely agree because, yeah, I just, I, I I always preach that to dudes. Like, let her know, like, how much, how yeah, fucking sexy you find. Like, fuck. Whew. Jesus, and don't like think you have to fucking hold back. And you're you're right. I love what you said about the expression and the freedom that you have internally by actually being able to say what you want when you see a woman who you're, you're like, I don't have to like fucking hold back. I can say what I actually feel, and then that freeing feeling, like freeing feeling in your chest, and she can feel that. It's like this um energy transference by both of you actually expressing like how you actually feel. It's so sad that men think that they can't express their feelings to a woman because it's like weak or you're like it's only only fucking women express their feelings or only gay guys do that i'm like if you're stuck in that paradigm dude (laughs) you are in for a really rude awakening with women when all of a sudden the first thing you want to say is how much you love her how much you care and how much you just want to bring her close and hold her and i want to be that big man who just fucks her like an animal all the time and really fast and hard and that's it i go dude you're stuck in a delusional headspace of actually the, what reality is. And when you can actually break past that, you watch how much deeply you connect to a woman and how addicted to they to you they'll be. And they'll be like, hello, soybean, let's booty call. All that stuff. Yeah, fucking 100% agree. It's, yeah, like, like I said, it was just so freeing, like... And yeah, every time I like, we've had another weekend getaway where we got to try out a whole other bunch of shit. And fuck, I've never had so much sex in such a short amount of time. Like, that was insane. Soybean couldn't even get it up at one stage. That was so oh, funny. Yeah, no, I'm literally spent, like, I, I lost track. I think we've, oh, I, I lost track of how many times we had sex that day. And I was just like, look, um, I, I, I think I. I Probably could have gotten up. I think it would have been like shooting dust. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, and it was just like, I was just so fucking exhausted because like, the, these aren't like where, where we're talking about like a couple of like... Shooting se- dust, mate. I haven't, I haven't heard that one for ages. <laughs> yeah, but and we're not talking like these were like little like 10 minute trysts like, and we did a few of those. Like the, these sessions were long, like fucking we were locked in a bedroom for pretty much nearly a whole day. And that's all we fucking did. So we're trying different things. We're tying her up, spanking her with paddles. Like I learned, just like right before she came over, I learned to tie knots just so that I could restrain her arms and legs. Uh, I, I then got my, my belt, my slut paddle and my normal paddle. Got my got my hand all like nice, nice and done up. Like just practicing the nice slap motions. Tie her up and was like, all right, spanking time. <laughs> And she's fucking loving it. And we're, we're getting to explore, like, because I don't think she's done too much of that. So we're getting to try, like, okay, what do you like more? Do you like the belt? Do you like this paddle, that paddle? Um, I'm stealing one of uh, Andrew's floggers later to uh, try out a flogger. Um, yeah, like, and, and get, again, we get to explore. And, like, and Andrew's got a video in one of the videos we filmed today um, all about safe words, uh, consent, and all that kind of stuff. 
um, and knowing that we've we've done all this preliminary setup that we can just fucking go ham, go explore everything we want to, knowing that we're in a completely safe environment that she knows that we can keep going fucking harder and harder as long as she wants. And then she knows that it'll end the second she wants it to. What was what was it like? Because I remember after this, like Soybean, he sat down with me. He's like, really, we're having a chat back and forward about, yo, man, I've got this girl for the weekend. What should I do? And I'm like, all right, here's your mission, sunshine. So then we we really like laid out some ground rules of like what he can do. And after that week, he goes, dude, that was fucking insane. I had so many firsts, as you heard him say. Like, what was it like for her after you discussed it? I know he's amazing, but like, what was it her to live out a lot of firsts for herself as well and explore that with you? Yeah, I, she she loved it. We were, she was trying to kill. We at the end, she tried to like turn it into a competition about who who took who's like more firsts. Oh really? <laughs> so, got like, uh, well, she started like jerking me off in like a spa, and this hotel is fucked because the pool, it like the the, the hotel goes like in a massive um, square, and then in the center of it is the pool and the spa. So we've literally got every balcony like facing towards us and we're in there and this is, comes into like getting her addicted to you because like, we're, I'm just trying to have a nice little spa and then and she's like reaching around my leg and then starts like reaching into my pants. We've got security walking around, the, like walking in and out of gates. We've got like another, like this uh, woman and her like two older sons and um, their girlfriend like walked in like, I'm saying like these were like 30 year olds and a 50 year old um and yeah like my this uh, girl and i had to like quickly stop uh, until like these guys left and she started like joking me off again i'm like playing with her and then she's like all right can we get back up to the room now <laughs> so and then yeah like we get up there we were talking about having a nap before we went out like to go clubbing and she, yeah the nap did not happen <laughs> so. yeah it usually happens like that doesn't like <laughs> yeah. Let's go nap after we've just gonna fuck yeah shooting dust yeah that's it mate <laughs> oh that was the latest one not not that one but yeah fucking yeah that that was the second week fuck I haven't done that for a while but man I remember back in the day I remember I had one of my oh, I wouldn't say first like <laughs> one of one of my girlfriends back in the day I remember we, she had a house and she was a real estate agent and we she used to hire the houses sometimes we'd sneak into the houses and like we could stay there for like a night or two. We would fuck, man, all night. I remember I got to the point I was so buckled, I couldn't even come anymore. You're right. Like, I was so fucked, I put in it, I couldn't even fucking come one more time. So I just got in the shower and was jerking it to get one more out. So then just I'd passed out completely. And back in the day, I was like shooting heaps of, lo heaps of loads. I don't do it so much anymore. But as soon as I did that, I fucking came. I think I fucking buckled myself and just sat on the flower, shower floor going, nothing came out, but I feel fucking completely spent. That was insane, man. But having those experiences, <laughs> I, I hear you, dude. And you're like, and then she's like, one more. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, even if I jerk it as hard as I can and squeeze it, nothing is going to come out at all. Yeah, I, I was at that point. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was, I was getting a bit hard, like, because watching her there. But yeah, I was like, look, I've got to stop myself because <laughs> I could be here all night jerking it and nothing's going to like come out. Um, but yeah, and then this was another chance I got to do this other thing where I was like, all right, you get to pick one of my toys out of my collection and you get to use it. So then she's picked out uh, a crowd favorite of the uh, G-Spot stimulator. Whoop, whoop. And uh, yeah, she, she started using it on herself, although she was getting a bit uh, confused. So I was like, look, I got this take over and like actually like get her to 
like really like pumping it up exactly like how Andrew showed me on uh, on the retreat. And yeah, it was like fucking insane. Like watching her like really getting into it and like fucking watch the exorcist come in, like watching her like go crazy for it is fucking insane. And then after that, like we got we had a nap, we get up in the morning and she's already stroking me again, being like, All right, another round. <laughs> I'm like, All right, we we've got to check out this morning, so we've got to make this one fairly quick. Oh. Well, I, I've seen this. When you can really get a woman to 100% relax, know exactly where she's at in the relationship and feel like she's um, completely like, she completely let go and trust you, she is going to fuck you like no one else. Like, it's as simple as that. That's what I'm saying. Your relationship with this woman's like, it's clear as day. We catch up. We fuck. We're really straight up with each other about what's going on. You both don't want relationships. You just both want to enjoy being each other's sexual company and you like talking to her. And she's like, I'm not getting any feelings like that and neither are you and it works perfectly. Mm. Like, fuck. I had this woman once and it fucked up for me. Like, she got so into me she wanted to have my kids and babies and stuff like that. And I was like, fucking crazy. It's happened multiple times but I'm like, what have I done to build this up? It's like, you've got to find that balance between where it's like, okay, is this going to be, what does she actually want? And if it's starting to move towards like, you can see it's getting more serious then you've got to cut that or maybe really setting up clear parameters about what your sexual dynamic or what your dynamic is going to be about. Remember, the dynamic can always change and it can always be explored with new partners, new new things that really um, come into the relationship. But you've got to remember that it's, it's going to be, it's got to be, have really clear, distinct boundaries about what you would like. And remember, sometimes the emotions do get involved for sure. And the thing is, she's only a human being, this beautiful woman who you're seeing at the moment. And she could get quite um, like addicted to you in regards to that. And she already is sexually. It sounds like, yeah, she's seeing other people. You're saying she slept with someone else. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. Like when you give these women these experiences, the big thing is safe, security, surrender, letting go, no judgment. I'm here for you. No matter what, I'm just going to like give you, um, like just be here for you in the respect of like, I'm going to be here for you as a sexual partner who's going to love to explore and do things with you. And then when you can do that, it's game over. That's what I saw. That's why, remember when I first met you, I'm like, dude, you do this, you won't want to leave. She might find, uh, she might be in the position to find a relationship. But if she's not, she'll be like, why not? Why wouldn't she keep an option open with a cool fucking dude? Yeah, 100%. And a conversation I have had with her is like, um, that if feelings start to develop either way, like we just have a chat, like figure out what's going on. Um, neither of us uh, are jealous uh, if the other one mentions like um, seeing other people, going on dates, whatever. Um, and yeah, if, if she meets a guy tomorrow, I'm going to be all the happier for her. Like, um, and I'm sure she'll feel the same, um, for me, even though like we do have these crazy, um, experiences, like we, we've connected on, uh, in like a friend way as well. Like we we both want the best for each other. Um, and she's a cool chick, uh, and going on like, uh, Andrew's, uh, thing, earlier thing about like getting them addicted to, um, I've seen like after like her libido, like the, the times that she wants to fuck, like when I met her at the start of the year, it was like, I know like probably what a regular sort of relationship would be like, where it's like, oh, maybe a 
couple times a week. Once a week, honey. <laughs> Whereas, like, yeah, and then, like, the, the first weekend we had, it was, like, intense. But then the, this last weekend we had together, like, holy fuck. Like, I, I thought it wasn't going to get better than the first weekend. But this one, like, took it to a whole new level. And, she, like, she was crazy. Like, she was just horny from the moment, like, I ran into her on the street to, like, till when I left and after. So, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, like, what, like, being, like, like, opening up this space for her and actually, like, fucking her, like, so good that she gets addicted to you. Because, yeah, you don't have a problem, like, I at no point did I ever, like, go go up to her like thinking like oh maybe she doesn't want to fuck now like or feel like i was pushing the the sex agenda she she was pushing me more more for it than i was pushing her which is fucking like tell tell me that fuck that would be happening 12 months ago like i wouldn't have believed it yeah of course and that's the thing it's just you never think do you no i i literally thought like uh sex is like you have the you get into a relationship you have the honeymoon phase where you get sex a lot and then it always dies off i thought that was just how it is but then knowing and doing all this shit like no you can keep that fucking spark alive like it never has to die out never stop dating your partner never stop sexually seducing her and getting to know her body and what turns her on and then you're gonna sit there and you're both gonna smoke on a Let's not say that one. But anyway, but 100% because the thing is the sex is going to get so fucking amazing the more you get to know each other's body, what each other wants, why each other wants it and then when you can really tap into that and really let go and flow, it all changes because she is going to... what When she's with the dude who's like, you know what, I'm here, let's explore and she's like, cool. What, really? I get to be me in the bedroom? I get to show myself sexually? She's like, and you're like, yeah. And she's like, Really? And then she kind of tests you a few times by fucking you. And then she really goes, oh, this guy's really not judging me. And he's really giving me full permission to be this absolute insane sexual being that I want to be, that I've always held back. Then she's like, fuck, thank you so much. And then you get women start saying two things. I love you and I hate you. (laughs) Both concurrently. I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. Well, do you, want, do you want to break that one down, man? Within the space of a couple minutes, is oh, what Andrew gets. Dude, I fucking love you so much, but I hate you. It's like, I didn't realize. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why is women saying they love me and they hate me? Yeah, they, they, they hate fuck you first, and then they're like, oh, fuck, all right, I love you again. <laughs> yeah, what, 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 do you want to break it down for the guys? Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't even know how to break that down. Like, it's... Yeah, like the like the attachment they have, they they pretty much. I think they're so pissed off at you that they're never going to find this. They feel like they're never going to find it again. So mm. they hate you for it, but they love you for actually like letting them experience it. And that's the thing. It's not just me. It's all the guys. Like I know when you have this with this partner. Now, it's like she's like she's like I love you for doing this, but I also hate you. It's kind of like this the paradox of the fucking the ple- the paradox of the pleasure. We'll call it that. That's actually cool. The paradox right. of the pleasure. Like what we're discussing today. I actually said that on the spot of like V Viagra equals and then the Viagra with the ah um, oh, shit I forgot what I was saying. The Viagra with anyway I forgot what I was saying. It was like I did a video today on viagra and actually being natural and when you do that it's far better but don't don't take viagra because then you get addicted to that but that's a side tangent but what we're saying is i love you i hate you because it's like thank you for so much but then they're kind of like thinking fuck you where am i going to get this experience again and i say hey 
yeah, we can teach you to be the best a woman's had. But at the same time, what you want to do and explore is make sure that you, um, you're really leaving her better and wetter, as we just um, say. And the thing is, you can't stop. Like, what are you going to do? Stop yourself from having great experiences, having great sex, and stop her from having a great experience and great sex. If you've been really upfront and clear about who you are and what you want to do, and then she's clear about that as well, you can both engage in this relationship as mature adults. But at the same time, believe me, some emotions do get involved, and it's all part of the game in the respect that it will it will come up and it may be quite it will be quite it'll be sometimes tough dealing with those emotions when they come up because you know what you've had such an insane experience like i hate you why because you gave me this insane experience sexually i i love you and you know i love you because i just love the times we have the experiences and you know me so it's like this fucking paradox of pleasure back and forward back and forward of just this insanity yeah 100% man and it's a beautiful thing to be involved in as well. Awesome. So, is there anything else you want to add, man, about this experience, about how to get a woman addicted to you? Um, just trying to think. I mean, I think it is like there's something you've said before about how um, you had an experience with a woman who uh, you she told you her deepest, darkest fantasy and it's not something you would necessarily you're not something you're into but you still let her experience this thing and she loved you all the more for it oh yeah when a chick got spit roasted by like fucking four dudes that one yeah <laughs> yeah i just wasn't sure if you wanted to share <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i've said that on here like yeah letting a woman absolutely live out her ultimate fantasies even though you're not the one supplying the fantasies just being the person to give her that experience where she can fully let that be free yeah, is that the one you're referring yeah, to? Yeah, hundred percent. And it, it's that thing like you've facilitated this, and again, that that would have been an intense fucking situation for you. And you came out of it, and at no point would she have felt judged for doing that. And like, yeah, and she loved you all the more for it. She was more addicted to you by letting other guys fuck her. And most guys have the scarcity mindset. They're like, oh, as soon as another guy fucks her, I'm she's gonna leave me. Where this, you've proved that letting this happen, and she became so much more addicted to you afterwards i feel happy yeah that was yeah i was a bit yeah i've, I've said that story before i'm pretty sure and what happened was yeah, man 100 percent. she got fucked by four dudes or five dudes in one night she had a fantasy of having multiple men at the same time and i let that happen like and i said yo i i even chose the fucking hottest dudes in the room going yo you 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 do you want to fuck this girl who i brought cool and then they did it and she was like like in fucking cock heaven of like he's just having getting filled up in every hole and then she's like screaming it was funny he's like she was screaming my name while getting fucked by these multiple dudes it was like an insane experience of like witnessing all this and then just knowing that i'm like i'm not really into that but then she attributed that situation and that story to me and then i was like cool but then she hey she loved me even more she was more into me because i gave her truly what she thought she wanted to explore and then she didn't actually want to do that so now her fantasy got to get lived out so then her fantasy became a reality she goes i don't really want to do that again but thank you for allowing me to live out the full expressions of my like quote-unquote darkest parts of my fantasy which i thought would be so wrong and i can't even tell anyone about this because if i do i will be judged but thank you for allowing me to be all of me 
all of me. Mm. All of, of you. you. <laughs> Love my cock and my erections. I'm pretty sure he says that, doesn't he? It's pretty, it's pretty spot on. <laughs> it's it's pretty close. Yeah, and actually going on um, on that, that little bit, just for the last little bit of this, um, it's actually in uh, My Secret Garden, like where they talk about um, bringing fantasy to life and how s- some people, it's like a great thing for them or whatever, but then other people, once they've lived that fantasy, they realize it's not actually what they wanted. It's more the the idea of something is so much hotter than actually like fully living it out yeah sometimes or sometimes not sometimes they Mm. go oh my god that was way better than what i thought jesus christ or it's like oh my god that should have stayed a fantasy that would have been way better staying a fantasy yeah, so it, you, you never know. Life's a box of chocolate. Sex is a box of chocolate. You don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes <laughs> you get a Freddo. Sometimes you get a fucking lint chocolate. <laughs> sometimes you get a, a 40... Um, sometimes you get a 40-day-old chocolate and it tastes like shit. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, and like you said, it, because you facilitated this, it, she got to live it out and it's like, actually, nah, not not so into it. But it's still something that she finally got to live out and... Some some people's like, well, cool, they've lived out a fantasy, and now it's like, okay, what's the next? What's the next fantasy as well? So it actually opens her up to trying more things with you, and again, increasing that addiction because, like, cool, you've let me live this one out. You're gonna let me live the next one. It's all so true. Yeah, that the biggest. Give her full permission to be her full sexual. In tying this all up with a beautiful fucking bone, please tell me if you agree. Giving her full permission to be her fully expressed sexual deviant self and when you can do that she is going to be like thank you thank you thank you thank you and she's going to be like god damn that was an experience i've never had before 100 percent. anything else soybean before we wrap it up for today no that's it well, thank you so much for listening to the SQL podcast. It has been fucking wacky and wild as always. Thank you, Soybean, for being here. No worries. It's, Happy to be here. It's been a fun ride as always in just like breaking down sexuality in different aspects. And today you got, you've learned about how to get a woman sexually addicted to you. So yeah, as I said, go back and listen to this podcast. As I said, I'm not a trained singing professional, even though you think I might be, but I just love throwing in a bit of singing here and there. And it's so funny how I get the feedback. People go, I love the singing part. I'm like, what? The whole fucking thing where I'm dropping bombs with soybean or I'm dropping bombs with bombs with someone else and you're like, you're telling me about the times where I sang that's the fucking funny part but yeah thanks again if you did enjoy the um, episode today make sure you like subscribe and um, share with your friends um, and all that good stuff so when you do that as I said if you're listening to this podcast just go for a walk down the street if you're going to the gym and you're on your way to work just put it in your ears and just listen and just get get our voices to soothe your soul for your sexuality ah that could be cool soothing your soul with your sexuality here with the Barry White sexy voice Anyway, with that all being said, as I said, we want to really get this message to the world and um, help as many men as we can with their sexual lives. As I said, we're here to make men the best she's ever had inside and outside the bedroom, making men men again and leaving women better and wetter. So if you have any questions, questions, don't um, make sure you go check out sexualquantumleap.com where we have our retreats and our events and we have um, our online product. There's so many things to check out there. As I said, it's just a myriad of things to really get you to be the best inside and outside the bedroom because 
that is why we are here. Thank you so much again, and I really thank you for tuning in today. It has been a pleasure, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.